0: Indecent
1: Exposure. You were convicted of Indecent Exposure for the third time. That's exactly what it is there, Pindexter. It is four counts of Indecent Exposure.
0: Hey, 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 my Indecent brothers and sisters. Thanks for tuning in to episode number 44 of Indecent Exposure. I have got some killer tunes lined up for you, and I guess I was in the mood for Music that rides a little harder, because these tracks definitely do not show the softer side of yours truly, your host, the mongrel, me, known in an alternate zip code as JV. And I have got another great interview with a great artist, Vincent Jacob, uh, who is one quarter of the group... Yard of Blondes, which is also uh, populated by Fanny Hill on bass and vocals, Burak Yerabakan on guitar, and Forrest Mitchell on drums and vocals. Uh, but right now, let's kick things off with some tunage. We hear from Imran Mandani, who conjures up Godzilla, Kim Logan, who warns us that Oedipus wrecks, and Gurshach, who takes us on a tour of their undead empire. First, though, let's start this set off with an amazing uh, pop neo-soul artist who hails from Georgia. And I don't mean the state that sits between Alabama and South Carolina. Salio hails from the Republic of Georgia, a place known to some for its harmonic scales and mm, allegedly the birthplace of wine but not by most, a remarkably gifted vocalist and composer from a young age. She decided to leave her home country and find her place in the wider world. Having shared the stages with the likes of Macy Gray and performed with legends such as Joss Stone, Salio has become one of the most recognized faces in her home country and is now an admired judge on the TV show The Voice, this year she has also been invited to judge Eurovision Song Contest 2021. And here she is now with her single Wayside
1: no wrong, all I do is go by. Blue turn gray run away
2: This guy's vocal range is much higher than mine. Makes you think it's a man. What is it? Whatever it is, it's not coming from human vocal cords.
3: Can Swallow whole pots of ayahuasca Walk around the Amazon With my pants and my sandals off Crawling through a swamp full of anacondas. Watch my life like it's fractal art Mechanical elves got me rapping just like Santa Claus gifted making a wish, blowing some candles off Making some noise, your stereotypes are so analog Living my dreams, on pajamas on This is my calling, bringing the heat iPhones turn to applesauce Got the powers of a Marvel comic Mythical God, lyrical shaman Hitting the end of your rope Got you into a physical bondage I'm a gem, flowing mineral water Trash talk, but they spit in literal garbage, I do the job day on monster.com Bitter like a green eyed monster You get in my way, I'ma feed you to the monster I'm normal during the day, but I might turn to a monster When the moon shines like ice road truckers I look like a villain out of those
1: blockbusters Godzilla fire, spirit monster Blood on the dance floor, a Louis V carpet fire Godzilla fire
3: I'm a product of Common Nas and Jurassic Five All I know is hip-hop and graphic design I'm a stand-up guy, but they ask me why If I'm brown like Kumar, do I rest while well, I sample the camera shot? Loose cannon at the end of my fuse when I rhyme Got a cow pen with the ink that I write They gonna get beef like White like Castle flies on the side Looking at me like I'm freak show But the more you stare, then the more I climb I'm a cut above you with an axe to grind that I'm waving high Hello bitch, I'm Sweeney Todd with a razor blade that I'm aiming high It's what I call a vain attempt if you got the nerve to say that I ain't able to rise Hook it to the end of a cable and raise you by the anus With a crane that'll take you to the top of a staples drop you Call a cradle to the grave. If you're able to blow the I came to your you able This is not Yahweh, this is my way Everybody loves me like I'm Raymond to your label Doesn't matter if I'm Asian I'm a nightmare that came to the West, call me West Craven Uncle Fester with his head shaven Little bit of and little bit of demon. Die from the metaphors, bet taken Try to live a dream, then I'm free when the flow Next thing you know, your bed shaking Going crazy, call the raven, nevermore Monster, you get in my way, I'm a feature to the monster I'm no more doing the day, but at night turn to a monster When the moon shines like ice road truckers I look like I'm bailing out of those blockbusters Gods in the a monster blood on the dance floor, a Louis V carpet Fire, cops in the fire Blood on the dance floor, a Louis V carpet I don't give a Jean-Claude Van Damme Kicking it off and hitting the base like a grand slam On deck like a gambling addict Knock it out the ballpark with the batting average of a Mickey Mantle With this witty banner like I'm spitting Wicked Magic Silly, if you wanna battle then I'm quick to answer They be acting willy-nilly, throwing curveballs at them like a Yankee pitcher or the Phillies go from civil to Jack the Ripper I'm simply savage, bitch, I got the drive like some city traffic on track Hitting milestones that'll give them kidney cancer I got the spirit that your camera can't really capture this isn't Casper or a Christmas Carol I'm when your floors creak in your kitchen attic Hello, who's there? No one answers All you hear is crude, wicked laughter Fucking lose to the Duke of Hazard. The naked truth that I'm smooth in the booth Like a silky fabric Catch the blues, can't see me even in your sea of sorrows I shoot for the moon, my seat's Apollo Gotta drive like a Jeep or Tahoe Been slept on, hip-hop must be Sleepy Hollow Better get ahead like Johnny Mnemonic Better go all-in never coming at John Wick Bring it dog back from the Pet cemetery Remix all-night graveyard shift More counter-reason on a logic Can't see me, but you don't wanna see me Like a mothman, I'll up and I'm in the hospital Drawing dark angels that are falling Solomon, but the unlocked locks like a locksmith Golden Hitchcock, better watch out when you take a shower Bathroom door, better lock it they full of a pipe dream then a the moderate Kill it, climb Pennywise, coming at your faucet If you spit bars, then they at your bar mitzvah Like I'm Gollum Batman and Robin ain't nothing but a comic When to really turn hip-hop into Gotham Hold your thoughts, yeah, with a hostage Till I get your head bopping But it stops when it gets a chopping Like a guillotine, yeah, I get ahead when I chop, his drop like a mixtape When I drop it Eat your heart out with some chopsticks Then I get them walking on eggshells But I eat MCs up like an omelet Eat your arm off, that's what I do when I disarm Go ahead and call me a nobody Cause I am what I eat if you dime i leave nobody Stuck a Philly act to a dead body, that's what I mean When I tell her thought, she be drop dead gorgeous I'm so hot, them come shots like a gunshot Kill them all, fuck them all, that's how I get off When I press bars and rewatch it Press stop on the Panasonic, put it up on the dark web Make a profit with some that's what I mean, when I my money where my mouth is always With a number two pencil When I do a number two Under rap genre With a freestyle telepathic Men are awesome With punchlines like carry at the prom I don't even carry dictionaries I'm about to school these fucks like an Oxford About to drop it Like you out of school and you never even went to college Pill poppin' with a bloody Mary About to go in red rum Mary poppins Little chucky dog was a friend of the king to the goblins Action of a Connolly I'm am amazed like a lab ring Cause I gotta be tight When I tight on the loose sleeve Call it space out of the face on a raw beef From a dog on a Macintosh With a vocal chain like a Texas chainsaw I guess you can call that macabre Sick when I sick I'm like a dog I'm a cujo When I race out Call me Cly Barker when I but they're all thick they're gonna talking Guess you can call me a hot topic like I'm at the motherfucking mall shopping. That means I'm the boogie man. Cause it if I'm Rihanna Grande, wanna dick bicycle. Then i finna gonna get a billion on a tricycle like a jigsaw, you don't wanna second guess, never gonna solve it. To so a hot chick, never gonna be there, any shining armor. Horseman, apocalypse, motherfucker. nice stalker Bitches get chomped when I eat a cookie, pussy get chomped down like Milano. If you die in a freestyle battle, come back, then I go John Snow on a white walker. The abominable snowman, I'm an ominous, Potter with a rap coming with a black magic. Harry Potter, call me a daughter, say that, that the heaven of the and the gonna a I'm a na Step to it when I wanna get this off on my chest like a pando's box And I finna blow like a little matchbox Put it in a tank full of gas and the blast off In the lab when I step in the boost like temple of doom When I rip your heart out and I get the chance Golly ma, chuck you there, golly ma, chuck you Then I put your ass in a body bag and you sank in the clown Like a bag full of rocks, can't see me? I'm a cyclops and I get the demonic and I'm a gossam like Charlie's staring at the britties of a <laughs>
0: That was Gurshok with Undead Empire. Before that, we heard Oedipus Rex from Kim Logan. Uh, Imran Mandani brought us Godzilla. And starting us off, of course, was Salio with Wayside. Now, if you're the sort of person who pays attention to the show notes, you may have noticed that uh, subscribe buttons for Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify are now prominently displayed choose your delivery vector, and please do subscribe. And if you like, leave us a five-star review. Rumor has it that that helps podcasts get discovered. Now, just below those buttons are some other buttons. I call them the money buttons. However raunchy that might sound, that's that's what I call them, the, the money buttons. You know, I must love producing this podcast because I've been doing it pretty much for free for a few years now. But some of you have gotten in touch with me and said that they want more. More episodes, more special features, and maybe even some live events. And they wanted to know, what would it take to get me to do that? The answer is simple. Cold, hard cash. If I can get enough supporters to show me the money, I can quit doing the other things that I have to do that actually pay the bills. Makes sense, right? I want to podcast full time. You want me to podcast full time. Together, we could totally make that happen. So tap one of those money buttons and give till it hurts. Next up, we have that interview that I promised with Vincent Jacob from Yard of Blondes. Now, their music has been written up in the pages of magazines from Rolling Stone to Heavy Music Headquarters. And I am thrilled that Vincent took time out to have an Indecent conversation with me. Vincent, thank you so much for coming on Indecent Exposure.
2: Thank you, Mongrel. I'm very happy to be here today.
0: Um, you know, it was so funny because I was lining up episode number 44, and I was looking at all the tracks that I had uh, in the, the big basket of tracks uh, that people send. And uh, I had already picked out Yard of Blondes uh, for episode 44. Uh-huh. When your publicist um, shot me an email. I uh, guess she didn't know that I had already been in contact with you via reverberation. Rebub- <laughs> and uh, and she said, are you interested in an interview? And I said, after listening um, to, to your track, I said, of course. And this was um, Do You Need More?, uh, uh-huh. That I listened to, and after listening to that, yeah, I wanted an, in, an interview. So um, I'm so happy that we were able to, to put this together. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of a backstory? I uh, I talked to you up in the in the uh, sort of the lead up to this, but you're from two continents. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us how did that that happen? Yeah,
2: we're quite a you know, an international band because I'm from France. Fanny, my uh, bass player, she's from France too, although we met here in LA. Uh, My guitar player, Burak, is from Turkey and Forrest Mitchell, our drummer, is from California. And we all happen to live in LA. And, uh, you know, life is surprising and we ended up doing a
0: a band together. Um, you know, I have read some of the press that you've already gotten, and you've gotten quite a bit, um, since you have managed to get on the top 10 of the United States uh, College Radio uh, uh, list uh, twice now, which uh-huh. is which is a pretty impressive thing to do, uh, given how many indie artists are out there. Um, the sound that you have... Is definitely um, it's distinctive, and sometimes in ways that you can't quite place, and I attribute that to to that sort of intercontinental um, vibe. Um, that you've got going on there and i've heard it i've heard it elsewhere in bands that are composed of um either people from other you know, different continents or um transplants there are a few european bands that have made the trip to la made it their their at least their you know halftime home um and it's very interesting um what uh, what's this what's the rock scene like uh, you're from paris or, or somewhere else
2: I'm from uh, Dijon in Burgundy, which is like three hours drive from Paris. Okay. But uh, honestly, to answer your first remark, I came to the U.S. because I had this American dream and uh, I really thought that I was really influenced by American music and I wanted to be there to do that kind of music. Now I'm realizing... With uh, people saying what you're saying, <laughs> that our music sounds different, that I have you know mixed that with my own culture, which I didn't realize at first. I was like certain that I was creating plain and American music, you know <laughs> So it's funny to see that uh, you can't really escape your roots or your native culture and that mm-hmm. it automatically, automatically influence whatever. You're trying to do and i'm very happy about that because you know what uh what people say about this record it it's qu- quite unique and we don't have like we don't sound like uh any other band of course we have influences that transcribe in our music but uh i'm pretty happy that people think uh, yard of Blowns have their own sound
0: well and- your your band can be an honorary mongrel itself then uh, being sort of a blend of of two or, or more, actually two or two or, yeah. or few. Um, so, what about the music in France right now? What yeah. um, what's similar? What's different? I think the
2: the music scene in France is uh, tough for rockers. If you're playing rock and roll now in France, it's a little hard because it's not so mainstream. Uh, but that said there are plenty of rock bands of quality and um i'm realizing that now because i have launched uh, a movement a collective called team nowhere and we're scouting bands in france and in the u.s and try to give them a spotlight just like you're you're doing here with uh indecent exposure And, and i'm I come to I came to realize that the bands are here and the talent is here, so there is a vivid rock scene in France right now at the moment. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's um, rock and roll is is alive and well. Every mm-hmm. every generation since uh, I guess since Elvis Presley has has predicted the death of rock.
2: Um, yeah,
0: but it doesn't happen. I have had um, I've had folks from Indonesia. Uh, rockers. I've had folks from Mexico. I've had folks from Germany. Um, it really, it's it's not going anywhere. It is evolving, all mm-hmm. the time, and everybody's adding their own. Every culture is adding their own little, little uh, flavoring, little spice to it, and I, I love it. Um, so you came um, with this uh, this. Standard American Dream. You're going to make it, uh, in, were you, were you hoping to make it in music specifically, or in the in the media business? What was what was when you stepped off that plane? What were you thinking?
2: I was thinking only about music, you know, and I still do. You know, that was really the the dream. It started with the grunge explosion in the '90s, and I was pretty young, but uh, I got you know totally astonished by the grunge sound, and the, that was it. I was uh, hooked, uh, and then I discovered their influences, and uh, and uh, you know I when I traced everything to the to Elvis Presley Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and beyond, and uh, I still carry that passion for music. So I still have that American dream very uh, alive in myself. Although now I, I I'm not so naive that I was when I came here, and I see all the you know the cracks in the American dream too, which will inform my music too.
0: Yeah, there, there are a few and, and there have been a few new ones, uh, cracks, uh, lately. Um, and there are destined to be more. So it's interesting because I, I moved to Seattle, uh, for know, five and a half years or so, uh, in the nineties, in the early nineties. And, oh, yeah. uh, I was in a few bands, uh, on the West coast, but never, nothing ever came of it. Um, Though I still, even at my age, I consider uh, maybe giving one more turn across the uh, the stage um, and and see where that lands uh, an old old fart like me. But um, so this this arrival in Los Angeles. Now I'm on the East Coast of the United States. I'm in Massachusetts, so I'm I'm more familiar with the Boston scene, the New York scene, um, and I'm just wondering, how is it uh, if you if you're familiar with the the, the, the East Coast scene at all? Um, what is it like in in, La- in in Los Angeles to try to hook up with other musicians? Was it like to um, to try to get gigs? Is, and if you know the scene here, is it any different from say the East Coast?
2: I, I don't know much about the East Coast. We've never been performing there, but what I can tell about the LA scene in particular, that it's really tough. It's uh, a lot of competitions between bands, and what I, you know, came to realize uh, the, you know, what happened is at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Fanny, Fanny and I, we, we just sat down and we, it was the anniversary of the, our 10 years in LA, and we were like, okay. Here we are, let's reflect on those 10 years, and let's think about the next 10 years. What can we improve? And one of the things we immediately thought was this, that we don't have any uh, friends in other bands in LA, and every time that we play, we play with bands that are not related to us, and that the venues are not booking us with uh, real relevant bands. You know, they're not curating anymore. They're just filling the slots, because... Mm. Uh, it's a hard business to for venues right now. So, well, it was before the pandemic. No, right now it's even worse, I guess. So we were like, we should do something about it. That should be the first thing we should try to do for the next 10 years. Try to build a collective of bands, try to unite forces and, you know, be friend with other talented bands that we, we like and make sure we build our own scene. And, you know, I, I always have in mind the Seattle scene from the 90s, but there are other examples. And in L.A., we had in the 60s, the Laurel Canyon scene with all the bands like The Birds with Johnny Mitchell, with Crosby, Still Nashing Young. And then the 70s scene with, uh, uh, you know, other bands And the 80s things with the uh, glam rock, of course. And uh, so there was always a scene like a, a major scene in L.A. and suddenly kind of died. And uh, so I wanted to reach out to new bands and see what we can do together. And that's why I started a, a podcast myself called Hanging On Sunset. And what I'm discovering that the, there are plenty of other bands that do you know, the same, um, that realize the same thing. And they're there's so much uh, willing from every part in, the, in LA that to, to try to build something together that uh, gave me hope. And I'm discovering that, there is no scene, but there are actually a lot of micro scenes around L.A., a lot of DIY artists that are doing great stuff and doing blogs. And, and, and um, if we manage somehow to rally everyone around the same cause, which is giving exposure to the genre of music we do and have fun together and discover and support other artists, I think we can do tremendous things together.
0: You know that's that's such a different mindset than has been present in in this in the scene. At various points, yes, there has been a more collective attitude, but you're right. As as local music scenes started to sort of die out, um, the competition I think caused a lot of people to look inward, uh, caused them to be very individualistic. And I think that that, that can have a, a benefit um, when it comes to an, an indi- individual band's creativity, perhaps. Um, but when it comes to survivability, uh, less so. Um, are you finding other... First of all, uh, are you finding other bands to be uh, receptive? And tell us more about the podcast. What, what sorts of um, truths are you uncovering?
2: So, uh, first, yes, I'm finding new bands that I like a lot. Uh, there's speed of light. For example, I will mention them because they're the future of rock and roll. Riley is a singer. She's only 14 and she's playing with her two brothers, Cameron and Tyler. And they're amazing. I encourage you to listen to them. They're very punk and it's very cool to see them perform, uh, at this very young age. They're all. Other bands that we made, like Analog Party, for example, and uh, Machine Kit, and we're all trying to find solutions to not be too much in- individualistic, you know, like you said. And and also, I think really that the social networks didn't help because suddenly everybody is promoting themselves, even in a band. If your singer is not having lots of followers on his own, well, the band's... Uh, has less chances to get recognized <laughs> it's that simple that the, the the nature of the social networks make it uh, a competition and very individualistic
0: i agree I, I i'm gonna pause you there for a moment and i'm gonna say that the the social media landscape is hostile to creators i know it was supposed to be exactly the opposite but it doesn't work that way because what happens is there's a, a self-reinforcing mechanism uh, so that somebody who is popular just becomes more popular. Exactly. And it doesn't, it's kind of like uh, the first few trees that, uh, that have a canopy in a, in a, a young forest. And they, they, they shade all of the, the young growth and they, they steal the sun for themselves. I, I feel like that that is kind of what has happened with social media. Um, so that's just my little two cents. Could you say the name of, of that band that you mentioned? So Speed of Light. Speed of Light, OK. A young band that I really
2: love and I really want to support. And uh, there's Analog Party too, which is uh, closer to Yard of Blonde in in Styles. I would say, Mash and Kid are presenting something even different, very between a crossover between nine inch nails and Radiohead, I would say.
0: Mm.
2: And um, there's there are a lot. And so what we do on the podcast is we we try to reach out to those kinds of artists that are uh, new bands, try to give them a spotlight. And try to start a conversation about the scene together, see what's wrong in L.A. and what we can do. So I think what's going to happen is soon we're going to start doing our own events. We want to do our own concerts and curate the bands that are going to play there. And we were tr- trying to think about other actions that we could do that. For example, we had this idea of uh, doing a karaoke night, but only with indie bands. And so they come with their instrumental music and they the rest. I love
0: it. I love it. <laughs> so I can't wait to be
2: able to do that. And in between, you know, indie uh, bands, we could have like random people from the audience come on stage and perform their favorite rock song. You know, stuff like that. We want to connect with the fans, too, because it's not only about the bands. It's also about the fans, because if you don't have the fans, you don't have any scene. So we're trying to reach out to any kinds of people that are willing to support. For example, I'm doing this podcast with Fernanda. She's Brazilian. She came to L.A. with the same degree of rock and roll, only she's not a musician, but she's a stylist. So she can bring also um, you know, our own knowledge and uh, bands can benefit from it. So there are photographers too around us. There are lots of people that are starting to uh, gravitate around uh, our collective. We called it team nowhere. <laughs> and
0: that's, what, that's what we are. <laughs> because it's, it's from everywhere, everywhere and nowhere. Yeah. Exactly. I um I think, um, I think that you really hit upon a couple of, of important points. And, um, one of them is curation. Um, yeah. I I know the word is used a lot these days. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it has been commercialized a little bit. But um, to, to reclaim it in the arts context, um, that to me is very, it sounds very similar to what I'm trying to do with this show. I listen to... Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs. And most of them are are really quite good. Some of them are are obviously phenomenal. Some of them are pretty good. Um, But I've had a few artists say, oh, but I'm not not big enough to be on the show. And I'm like, (laughs) that's not the point. That's not the point at all. The point of the show is to, to find music that plays well together. And uh, sometimes that will be uh, a band that has, you know, 50,000 followers. And sometimes it'll be a band that's just barely out of the garage.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Totally agree. agree. so curating, uh, for me, is the antithesis of what radio became in the 80s and 90s, where you had a computer just sort of picking out, you know, whatever was, you know, the popular... Um, regardless of how it sounded or, or uh, there was no artistry to it. So I'm glad to hear that you are um, in a live context um, using those same sorts of, uh, you know, creation impulses uh, mm-hmm. to to sort of build, you know, build shows. And, and probably as, as COVID uh, recedes and light life, you know, returns, um, I'm guessing there'll be opportunities for some really – great festivals coming up
2: exactly i totally agree i think we are we're uh, on board with your idea and you know one of the problems that i i realized is that uh people don't curate anymore the especially the labels because they only watch the data they look at the numbers and if somebody is big enough well, they they're gonna reach out and they're gonna help them reach out to the next next level. But there are no more A <laughs> and R's in labels, and that's what we are missing, I guess. We need people to love the bands and try to put the bands that belong together together, and reach out to the audience that is uh, um,
0: you know that could be appealed by by su- such bands, you know. Right, and that way you can rather than. Competing for this for an audience, you're actually sharing and growing the audience together. I love it, um, and I and I, I love Yonder Blonde so far. You're um, a such a delightful breath of fresh air. Um, Feed the Moon is is your um, upcoming uh, release on uh, I guess uh, just uh, later this month on May 19th. You're releasing Feed the Moon. Um, tell us about this album and uh, what went into it and why why did you choose what you chose
2: so this album is very important for us because it's our debut album we released a couple of EPs before but that's the real first album and the way we did it is we carefully chose the songs that are on this record because in you know in 10 years of activities we we have more than those 12 songs of sure of course but uh It's like, uh, it represents every stage of our journey so far. And there's the acoustic beat, because Fanny and I started uh, the band as an acoustic duet. So at the end of the record, uh, we put uh, an acoustic song, for example. But there's also, um, we recreated Murderology that was on our previous EP, which was our first success, kind of. And we wanted to pay tribute to that moment also there are newer songs too. And so we tried to create a journey and all of the songs were kind of written at night. And I get, that's why it's called feed the moon because uh, it's really an album of the night. It's really an album talking about, you know, the darkest feelings and, uh, and the way that I find my place in this world and in this life is to transform those dark things into art and,
0: and I guess that's what is Feed the Moon. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, now, the the songs that I have heard, and you've got a SoundCloud where people can listen to some of your earlier work. Um, and I noticed that, uh, you know, you do have some, some sort of psychedelic uh, kind of stoner music. Um, you've got some, you know, straight rock you've got some uh, songs that have sort of almost a pop influence or a pop sensibility um the later songs um the more recent songs um do you find that you're going toward um moving into a harder uh sound or is is that just the way you've um curated the album
2: yeah, uh, that's a good question, but I, I think you're right. We might are we we probably are moving into a harder direction slowly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I always joked about because uh, people always ask me, so what, who are your influences and stuff? And uh, sometimes I say, you know, we're trying to be a crossover between the Beatles and Black Fabas. <laughs> <laughs> We're more into the Black Sabbath right now phase. (laughs) But uh, who knows what's going to happen next, really, because uh, I never calculate what we're going to do. And it's always inspired by what we're doing. But yes, recently and obviously, I guess because we worked with Billy Greta who is the founder and singer in Biohazard, hardcore legends from New York. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess he brought that to our sound and that's what we wanted. And that's why we were so happy to work with him, because we didn't want to lose focus on the melodies and the harmonies that we always had in our band and that we love. But we really wanted to reinforce the heaviness and get that Black Sabbath grit (laughs) into it. So you're right. And I think that's what is Yard of Bones at the moment, a blend between something really heavy and...
0: Vocals that are uh, really, you know, harmonized and uh, polished. Yeah, I think that I think that is why I had a question at all. Simply because the, I mean, the you you chose to to keep the melodic nature um, of of the tunes instead of getting rid of that. Um, you've added a more percussive uh, nature to the melodic. And I I think it works really, really well, um, especially in tunes like uh, Teenage Dreams, um, which is, I think, a really good example of that. Thank you. Yes.
2: And uh, to me, that's going to be the focus track on the record, because it really exemplifies what we we were just saying, that there's this uh, bridge that we found between the very melodic uh, aspect of the vocal lines and the thumping <laughs> heaviness that we're trying to create with the instruments.
0: Now, people are going to get a chance not only to to buy the the album, um, but they're also going to get a chance to experience a live performance uh, at the end of the month via FirewaterStudios.com.
2: Yes. So what's happening is we we are coming back to where we're recording the album with Billy at Firewater Studios, that is a studio in California. And what we're going to do is we're going to play the album entirely live in the studio. And it's going to happen actually uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday, May 22nd.
0: Now, do people have to purchase the album to experience that or no?
2: No, but you have to buy a ticket. And uh, you can go to yardofbonds.com and everything's there.
0: Perfect. Well, I will be sure to include that link in the show notes. Um, well, it's it's one of the things that we do. As as you see, we don't we don't skimp here at Indecent <laughs> Exposure. We give it all. So, uh, the um, the uh, the photography is very good. You've got uh, you've got. Uh, oh, who who is this? is it? Victoria. Smith who did some photography for you? Yeah, she she
2: did all the the band pics that we did for the promo this record.
0: Yeah. If uh, she if she's easy to work with, uh, hang on to her. She's got a good she's got a nice touch. I like I like her pics. Oh, she's
2: she's amazing and she is uh, such a character. It's so great to work with her. So what we did is we I had this Laurel Canyon dream because you know, I always look at the photos of Henry Dills and all the pictures from that era, from the Johnny Mitchell and the Neil Young and the mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. mamas and the papas and everything. So I really wanted to do someday a session in Laurel Canyon. And we met Victoria through our uh, guitar player Burak. He he happened to know her, and uh, uh, she she said uh, I was very interested in working with her because she worked with. Great bands and she does amazing classic photography so I asked her okay let's do a session together and she was really uh, willing to do so and when she told me she lived in Laurel Canyon I was like oh my gosh let's do that at your place (laughs) it's just this classic Laurel Canyon house with a backyard that's coming up the hill and that's that's how we do did the session And uh, I'm so glad we did it because I love all the pictures she took.
0: So let's talk a little bit about um, 2021. Um, What is the scene like? Is it reopening in a limited capacity? Um, Are you going to be doing any touring? What's, what is the summer looking like for you? So
2: yes, LA, well, California is reopening slowly. And, uh, we have our first show in a year and a half next week, Thursday in Costa Mesa. We have another band that we discovered uh, on the podcast, Silence of You. Great punk, punk emo band. Love them. And uh, But now, after that, we're not going to be touring so far, but they are, we are talking right now f- to do a tour in Europe for next year, probably to 2022. Mm.
0: Well, if if you should if your journeys should happen to take you uh, to Massachusetts, I will find a venue for you to play. Just so you, we can do a special indecent exposure uh, performance live uh, here in in Massachusetts, I would love that.
2: That'd be amazing. But of course, I'm looking right now for uh, solutions to tour in the U.S. too. Even though uh, I have to say I have more connections right now in Europe, and uh, Europe it's probably going to happen first, but not <laughs> not uh,
0: letting go that idea of touring the East Coast too. All right. Well, in the meantime, what's the best place for people to find out what's going on with Yard of Blondes?
2: Go to YardofBlondes.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And um, subscribe to our mailing list. That's very important. If you want to get all the updates, and uh, follow us on Spotify or any platform that you like, that's really important too for the band.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, we will provide links to 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 that uh, to your website, and we will follow you and we'll subscribe to your uh, to your newsletter for sure. Um, Vincent, it's been really great uh, talking to you. I uh, I think I learned more. Um, about uh, just what it feels like in Los Angeles uh, than I have talking to any other band. So thank you.
2: Thank you so much. Very happy to be on board with you today.
1: be tamed when I deny What a reminder that I keep burning with a low blue flame. I'm on the fire, sleeping on the ashes of Everyone is up for high
0: that was Teenage Dreams by Yard of Blondes. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Vincent Jacob. He is a really, a really a down-to-earth artist, and I encourage you to download and listen to his podcast, Hanging on Sunset. His most recent episode, uh, he interviews indie reporter Jess Fama, who has been covering the LA music scene for years now. now I provide a link to that as well as links to all the artists' points of contact on the web right there in the show notes. Why do I spend so much energy making sure you have all the info you could possibly want? It's because I love you, darling. You know I do. But now... Now we have to part. No, 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 shh, shh, no, don't cry, don't cry. It's just for a little while. Just until next episode, when we hear one of a kind conversation with rising artist Gina Brooklyn, it is an interview the likes of which you have never heard before. Um, Till then, thanks for listening and live to rock another day.